Blog Talk Radio. But do you realize how fundamental timing is to everything that we do as humans, both the simple things as well as the most spectacular things? 
More than likely, you don't. There's another phrase that comes to mind. Close enough. (laughs) That will only get you so far, however. Timing is one of the most critical factors in human performance of every kind. So stay tuned to learn more about how improved timing can benefit all aspects of your life. This is your host, T. Love, here at Energy Awareness Radio. I am the founder and CEO of the Soji Huggles Children's Foundation, a nonprofit dedicated to providing the basic necessities of life to underprivileged children. I'm also a reconnective healing practitioner, certified vibrational sound therapist, and positive psychology and energy psychology practitioner at Quantum Wellness Center, my private practice, located in Sussex County, New Jersey, where Energy Awareness Radio streams to you live each and every week. Energy Awareness Radio is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. Audible.com has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products to choose from, so you can listen whenever and wherever you want. Just download the title you prefer, free of charge, and start listening when you sign up for a 30-day trial at audibletrial.com slash energyawareness. That's audibletrial.com slash energyawareness. My guest is Dakota Wrinkle. She is an interactive metronome provider and so much more. And in an effort to portray her properly, I'm going to ask her to explain all that she does so that we all have a very good idea of what it is that we're talking about. So let's just go with this now and introduce her. Welcome to the show, Dakota. Thank you for taking time to join us here at Energy Awareness Radio. How are you being? I am really good. Thank you for having me. It's such an honor. And how are you? I'm I'm well. Thank you very much for asking. No one ever asked that question. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that. I'd like to start because you have so much that is in your background. So I'd like to start, if you would, by telling our listeners, you know, a bit about what it is in your, what it is in your background that brought you to where you are now in respect to interactive metronome. Right. Well, I started my professional um, career by undertaking a bachelor's degree in early learning, and I continued in the Montessori profession as an early years teacher, where I worked really closely with children with an array of needs, um, but a lot of children with special educational needs and gifted children. And due to that, I had to continue training, and it required such a large extent of knowledge to help children and families when they're more than just childhood issues to grow up with, you know, when there's difficulties and struggles. So I continued my training and it led me to something called the interactive metronome, which is a um, computer-based evidence-providing feedback system that helps regulate the timing in the brain to make everyday activities easier, to help regulate the brain when it comes to special educational needs or for more, you know, injuries and and things as we get older, like strokes and Parkinson's and stuff. But it was through my work with the special educational needs children that led me to find it so that I could help them. And that is drug-free. It's a holistic approach. And it's just a very useful therapy to do with them. And I gained my... And I think, too, because... Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I Go ahead, you gained, gained your Montessori. All my qualifications. Yep. yep, I gained all my qualifications in England. I gained my Montessori diploma when I was 18. 
my Montessori international diploma and my early years, my Montessori early years childhood practice degree in London um, in 2011 and my early years BA honors in 2013 um, in England and then my early years teaching status in 2014 and my interactive metronome training was in 2016. See how there's a lot there? (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> so really, it was best coming from you. <laughs> yeah. And I would think that where you work with special education and gifted children, they're, you know, opposite ends of the spectrum, if you will. But each one has its own challenges, and each one can be debilitating. Just because you're gifted doesn't necessarily mean you don't have challenges and issues that need help. So, you know, I think that everyone is aware that timing is critical when it comes to life and death situations or competitions, meeting deadlines, those things that we know require speed or immediate attention. But it's so much more than that. In your work as an interactive metronome provider, it really goes well beyond petition as it is or getting to an appointment on time. So while it's true that you work with children frequently, your work is not exclusively for children. This training can actually help all ages of people, correct? Yes, it can go honestly from like birth all the way up. I mean, it's great for, you know, adult ADHD, stroke, Parkinson's, dementia, Alzheimer's, concussions, traumatic brain injuries. Like it can do so much. And, you know, it's not to say, you know, adults, you know, still, if they were a child with dyslexia, they're an adult with dyslexia. It, it covers all of it. Mm-hmm. Just that we as parents and society you know you try to get your children the help that they need Um, as adults if we've made it to adulthood without seeking all you know an intervention you just carry on with how you do things we get a little set in our ways but this is you know this is a way to not have to struggle you know it, it really helps just improve life overall for any age now this is something that's not really publicized a lot as of this moment, at least not here in the United States, but it is something that, you know, anybody could use regardless of what level be tested, I guess is the right word. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, You probably need to be able to test people to see what a baseline is in order to go from there. Is that, yeah. Why don't you explain a little bit about that? So when um, I first sit down for a consultation, um, I go over uh, stress factors. So we talk about, like, what is going on in their life, what, like, kind of led them to me, and how they, what they're looking to get out of it. And then I, can, I place them on the machine, which is not as scary as it sounds. It's some headphones and a, and a handheld trigger. And they perform activities in, um, that use the whole body. So it's hand clapping and, and foot stomping. It's nothing too aggressive and through those um, movements I get a instantaneous millisecond feedback that generates their score of how fast their brain is reacting to the sound that they're listening to and performing the task that they then need to do so that allows me to decide you know how to how to take their training what to focus on where they need to go and what I can do to help them from those scores that I then get. So let's say they, you know, need additional training. How long does it take for someone to improve their timing sufficiently enough to see a difference in their life? 
Averagely, I would suggest probably for about eight sessions, you're going to see a difference. Um, it's a general rule of thumb. I do, I prefer to do 12 to 18 sessions and they're an hour session. So anywhere in the median line, you're going to see a large improvement. Hmm. Okay. So, you know, and it depends on the person and where they're, what level they're at to start with. I, I would imagine their baseline, you know, and how quick Everything they can, is, um, yeah. based yeah. on what they're doing. Now, It's based on what? Everything's based off an individual. I base everything off only what I get there. So if I go in and I've got two adult ADHD clients, I do not use the same program. I make a completely new plan for them because every person mm. is an individual and everybody's different. So I take that like holistic approach to each client. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, there is, it's not like conventional medicine where there's protocol and you just follow through because even that doesn't work when they do that. They really need to get to be uh, more, they need to get to know the patient more. So this is the same thing. You need to get to know the client better to see what it is that's going to work for them. Is this something that, I mean, if they started with this, let's say in the first grade, you know, and it was just something that was in schools, in the classroom, that Teachers often detect vision and hearing issues. So is this something that teachers could also be trained to watch for so that children can get the help that they need? Yes. Um, teachers, well, any, uh, I am an educator. I am a teacher. Um, so you yep. can train in it very easily. But it allows you to just say, yes, they would benefit from extra support with, you know, their motor skills for their timing. They're, you know, they tend to be clumsy. It's like a teacher will notice who drops stuff all the time and they'll be like yes no that's a timing issue or the speed at which they read that's a timing issue and that's all noticeable in the classroom okay so it isn't I mean you've had extensive training so I know that and you started out as a teacher so of course you can do this but could any teacher uh, just be able to take this on and, and say, okay, now we need to work over here using the interactive metronome and have children doing it in the classroom um, yes. Well, any teacher can train in it due to the fact that they have the teaching degree. And once they're aware of the signs that they're looking for, which they can gain through either the interactive metronome training or my services, they would be able to be able to pinpoint which students would benefit. Their entire class would benefit, but the ones that would actually need that little bit more it would be noticeable. Yeah, much more noticeable. And, yeah, you're right. Every, everybody would benefit. It's just one of those things that it just works that way. Of course, the timing is going to get better no matter how – because nobody's precise. Nobody's, you know, perfect at, at that all the time. So, And with anything, it's practice and continued practice. Now, you had mentioned eight sessions, 12 sessions, or, or 18 sessions. What happens after that? Is it ingrained in them, or is it something that they then maybe a year later have to go back to or two years later need to go back to for – um, I don't know, like a refresher? Well, the, 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 your results stay with you. Um, they don't change. There has not yet been um, a longevity study about um, doing it in childhood and then how, it, how your brain is in your teen years. I personally feel mm-hmm. if you do it in your young childhood, you should come and get reassessed in you know, your teen years because of the hormonal changes that go on in our bodies as it is. Everything changes when you're a teenager. Your brain chemistry is completely different. So whilst you'll still have your scores, 
it is something that um, I think a study needs to be done. But your scores will always stay with you. They might, you know, fluctuate one or two milliseconds, but they always stay with you. I do a six-month follow-up. So, you know, we complete the training within your, like, 15 sessions. And then six months later, I do a little follow-up just to make sure that everything's still kind of where we left it and you're still functioning and everything's still firing correctly. But the scores do tend to stay the same. Okay. So it stays with you, which makes sense because it's like anything else. Sometimes you, can, you don't lose the things that you're taught. So that's, yeah. you know, good. But you did talk about there are no longevity studies. How long has this been around? Is that why there aren't any studies? Because it hasn't been around all that long? It's been around for oh, a good decade and a bit. Um, however, it's just it's the longevity studies of following the one particular or the you know subject group. They haven't yet. They've done studies on how it affects people and the instant results they get and how the brain still works and all the different areas of the brain with it. And and you know there's been a lot of studies on obviously the um, conditions that it treats, but it's not been a study to show like when our hormonal changes come in as a natural bodily thing, how the scores are still there. Because I, you know, I look at a person as a whole. So I know the eight-year-old is going to change with hormones when they're 16. Right. It's just, it's just how we go. Or even, you know, women, as we go through menopause, that all changes. Or, you know, after our emotions and our brain all change, our chemistry changes during um, pregnancy. So it's those natural states of brain changing that haven't been completely studied under it yet. Sure, and only but being it, just a little bit over a decade, the longevity isn't there yet to even do that, to proof it out for even a generation, because that's, that's a half a generation. So, yeah, so they've got stuff that they need to do on that. But the results are great as far as what it treats. Yes, and the results last. It's just there's, I cannot scientifically say that right. when your body goes through a hormonal change, it won't affect your scores. But your scores and it doesn't matter. Same. I mean... Yeah, it doesn't really matter if you can, if this is something that's not going to go away. If you do it as a child, I would think, and, and, you know, this, I don't know if this has been talked about yet. I would think that if you learn it as a child, okay, and you have this done as a child, and then you go through puberty, and then afterward you go back, and yes, things are changed, you would get it much more quickly the second time around. Yes, your scores will be will almost kind of like a rubber band, like they'll bounce back. Yeah. Once everything settles down hormonally in your, in, your chemi- in your brain chemistry. Yeah, that makes complete sense. That will take a while, but it does, that does make complete sense. Now, why is this not really well-known here in the United States? Did it start in London? Did it start in England? No, it started in Florida, believe it or not. started in Florida? Um, How come we don't know about it? <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's one of those, like, hidden gems. It's uh, something that would help a lot of people and the results do last for so long and it's such a short expense um, that it's not well used yet though because people don't want to take the time to do it originally or a lot of um, training is for physical therapists and OTs and medical um, professionals so they use it in amongst their already established practice so where I use it yeah. for over, like, throughout the hour to really help the brain, and I use it specifically to help the brain. Um, people use it within their 
or, you know, their standing practice. So where you'll go to physical therapy for an hour, you'll do your exercises, you'll do weight training, you'll get a massage. They'll do like 10 minutes of this. And that's just, to me, that's just not enough. So it's here, but it's hidden amongst, you know, but everyone in, you know, other practices actually. So it's just not being used as its own standalone therapy yet. Which is really sad because it is one of those things that you need to have probably about an hour to do each session, as you said, and it could be offered in schools. I would think that if I were the coach of a football team or a basketball team or a baseball team, I would be jumping on this all over. Yes. Well, because we've had um, there's studies and, and there's you know, videos of uh, Notre Dame football, uh, Notre Dame College football team using it, and the Miami Dolphins have used it to improve their oh, wow. time. So it's it really helps with sports. I mean, you know, when when we're talking sports, we're coming to split second decisions. You know, you either got it or you don't when it comes to sports, and right. it's been used to improve. You know, such so much of the brain and so much of the timing that, yeah, it's really useful for sports, but it's still, again, it's hitting, even though it's been on the news, you know, it's been on CNN and ABC and they've talked about, you know, the football teams and stuff, but it's still not, no one's like jumped on the bandwagon yet. Which is, Which is crazy, but that happens. Yeah, it is a shame, but that happens because if something isn't proofed out completely, if something seems too good to be true, if it's unbelievable and there's, People are not taking the time to see the science behind it. And worst case scenario is the people, and you know your stuff, so you're able to speak to this just like I know my stuff in my work, and I'm able to speak to this, but I can't tell you how many people don't know the science, they didn't go to school, they don't understand it, and they're just out there putting something out that they have no business doing, absolutely positively no business doing because they can't back it up. You can back it up because you've got the education and you've got the science behind it to proof it out. So I think that part of it is probably teaching the public in general. It's great that things get on the news. It puts it on a little bit so people have heard of it, but they're still saying, I don't know what that is. What does it do? So I guess it's your job, big job you have here, to try to um, (laughs) spread the word, get this out there, because I'm quite sure that you know, that's part of what needs to be done is to educate the public, just like with anything else. But it, it, is, it does come with those challenges. What are some of the greatest challenges that you have come across with respect to your work? Uh, well, with working with the interactive metronome, there is, to improve your millisecond feedback, there is um, something, it's called guide sounds. So they're, you're, the whole time that you're performing your tasks that I ask you to do, you have headphones on, so you're listening for a sound that sounds a bit like a cowbell, and that's the metronome, mm-hmm. that's the beat that you're trying to match. And then there's these intrusive sounds, <laughs> as a buzzer and a rubber band being pinged, that tell you whether you're like too far away or you're too late and too close and stuff to reaching your goal of hitting at the same time as the bell dings. And so, so far, they're, people, um, they're adverse to these sounds because they're intrusive and they're like, oh my God, there's too many things to look at and think about and I can't listen and I've lost track of the bell. So it's been a challenge trying to find the right medium, the right volume, the right, you know, amount of extra sounds to add into each people. But also I am very aware when I work with people with um, any, any form of seizures that the intrusive loud noises can cause them. 
So I also have to be very careful. So sometimes I don't I don't use headphones. I use speakers, and sometimes we mm-hmm. just we mainly just use the cowbell for things like that, just so that I don't offset anything. So I've got to when I take on a new client, I've got to know my stuff about what their condition is and what's related to it, like with you know sensory processing disorder and stuff. I can't, I cannot overwhelm them. I'm, I'm asking them to put stuff on. I'm asking them to listen. You know, I, I've got to make sure that I know what I'm talking about yeah. and I know what to do to help them. So it's really the challenge is just always keeping up to date with the latest information about the conditions that I'm trying to help and really making sure that the families or the people that I'm working with are comfortable with me to be open and honest about what offsets them, what they like, what they can do, what they can't do, and when they need a break or when they want to continue. So it's really my hardest job is making sure that the open dialogue is open and honest and always constant. Yeah, you have to have that relationship with anybody you're working with, but sometimes people have a difficulty with that. I mean, I find that too, is people don't want to open up until they get to know you a little bit. But when you're talking about health issues, it's like whether you know the person well or not, you're not trying to be their friend, you're trying to help them, and they need to understand that and and give you all the information so that you can make the best calls as to how to proceed with their protocol. That makes sense completely. Now, this is something that can be done anywhere because – you can bring it with you. It does, it's not like it has to be in, a, in an environment that's completely quiet and you know, dark or anything like that. This is something that you could go to a gymnasium. You could go to someone's office. You could go to their home, correct? Yes, yes it is. It's completely mobile. And especially like when I work with children with um, autism spectrum disorder, I try to make sure if they if – they, are okay with people in the home, then that's great because they'll be more comfortable. If the parent wants the child to get out into the world and out of the routine a little bit, then also it can be done at a, at a space that I rent. So it's completely based on the client, um, in home or at a space, but it can go, it can go anywhere. It's perfect. Now you can do this over the phone too, can't you? Yes, I can do it over the internet. Um, there is something called the the I am home, which the client has at the home, and I just I, I Skype with them. I can do it over the phone. I can do it over video chat, and I um, plan their program for them, and then I can keep an eye on their scores, and I can you know I send emails. I'm like, okay, I, I noticed you haven't logged in in a week and a half. Um, you know, don't be <laughs> Or they can say, oh, no, I didn't really. Yeah, I saw that. Um, or, you know, I can, I can sit and watch them do it if they if they really want my presence but are, you know, two states away or something. You know, we can have a video call and have the entire session, me watching them do it, instead of just me sending, you know, paperwork, basically. They can actually have my full presence. Or they can keep me at arm's distance. It's completely their call. And that's great because that way there's accountability, you know, and you can work with anybody in the world. So let me ask you this. How many, you might not know the answer to this, but approximately how many interactive metronome providers are there? Oh, there is a lot there. It's in the thousands. Um, There is, there's a lot in New Jersey already. um, Really? Yes, there is. However, they're mostly in a medical-based profession. So they're either in the hospital for rehabilitation or they're in a physical therapy for, you know, helping the 
brain regulate because it's really they're doing some studies now to help prove how it helps the brain regulate after you lose a limb because the nerves are still sending you know the brain's still trying to send signals down to those nerves so when you retrain it it's helping that the brain regulate that you know that's no longer there so it's in with all of the with you know within the medical field at the moment but in New Jersey at the moment I believe I'm the only one using it as just its own standalone practice. And I think that's what I like because I understand what you mean when you say it's within other realms of medicine. People went and got certified as an adjunct to whatever it is that they're practicing because it will help and they can do it within, but they're not doing the sessions in the prolonged way that will give the quickest benefits. That's the thing. 10 minutes, will probably work over a year, year and a half. But one hour, as you said, over, you know, a a short amount of time, one hour a week over 18 weeks is four months, and you're going to see huge results. That's the advantage of going to a specialist. And uh, of energy therapy under something else. But you know what? You can't give it 100%. You have to pick one thing and do it. You wouldn't go to a, to a PCP and say, oh, you know how to do heart surgery? I'll go to you. No, <laughs> you'd go to a cardiologist. Exactly. So if you really want to, to help your kids, to help your team, to help yourself to have better timing in so many aspects of your life because it just flows across everything. You know, it just, it just does it all. Then you need to go to a specialist CODA to be able to say, okay, this is a person who's going to work with you exclusively on this while it's fine for them to use it in other practices. It is nowhere near on this God's green earth, nowhere near as effective. It cannot be. The results will not be as quick. You will not have the same effect immediately. And that's when people say, well, yeah, it didn't work. You don't know because you're using six different things at once. How do you know which one worked? You know, I mean, I noticed that when I have people who come in and they'll say, I had a woman come in and she said, well, I don't know if it was you or this or this or this. And I said, what was different? And she said, well, you're the only thing I added in. And I said, well, then I'm going to say this is what was what caused it. Because if you've been doing the other things for six months and no difference, and all of a sudden you come here and you get this therapy, guess what? People are going to see the same results with you. And I think that's important to get across, that you need to go to someone who is a specialist in their field and not go to someone who's saying, oh, yeah, I can do that. I'll give you 10 minutes. That's not going to be effective. So, you know, in an effort to to put this out properly, I really want to drive that home that you need to seek out the person who knows what they're doing. And Dakota does. I mean, she's got all the certifications. She's got the teaching behind her. These other people, God bless, but they might not be teachers. They might be a physical therapist. That's not a teacher. There's a difference. You have a way of looking at things and seeing people differently. And I'm going to say that plays into your work really well, does it not? Oh, it's such a beautiful transition um it really actually my teaching background really helps me get to know what someone needs and wants um you know i had a classroom full of little four-year-olds i had to be able to plan for and you know nothing goes to plan when you work with four-year-olds so i could plan to my heart's content but i had to be able to think on my feet and be like actually no that's not working okay quick we're going to do that and it's that ability that lets me actually pinpoint what to do with each client. It's that just, it's the ability to read them and know that actually know that, you know, that pace they just made, that's not working. We're going to change it. 
I mean, I think people need to know that it's not just for learning. You know, timing is responsible for our ability to walk so that we don't fall down or speaking without stuttering or even having lapses in memory, you know, focus to, to speak our language properly, to uh, play a sport, or even reading. Reading is, is something yeah. you need to focus on. So all of those things is something that our brain's network needs to, it connects to these cognitive processes and, and, and gets the physical movement going. So it's not just, well, my kid will do better in school or my kid will do better in sports. It's everything. It affects every aspect of your life because let's face it, if you do one, it's going to domino across all the others. That's how I look at this. Is that correct? Yes. Well, the the beauty behind it, it's this is not specific. So you are not just sending your you know child to speed camp to get faster. They're not just going to learn right. how to hike the ball if they're the center in football. It's a domain general mechanism that I'm addressing. So timing is the domain general mechanism of the brain. It allows the entire brain and body and everything we do to work. So by addressing something that's so global, it fixes everything in between. Which is great because you're only paying for the sessions <laughs> yeah. thinking you might be going for one thing that you saw your child had and, oh, boy, it covers everything, you know, every aspect. Because it is, it's neurotiming. When those synapses start faltering in your brain, you have issues. You have issues, yeah. you know, and, and then that needs to be addressed, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's, it's one of those things that when you see it within, like, within the hour, like you said, coming to a specialist and you're doing it and it's, you know, that, in that sense, it's an intense therapy, but it's, it's really not. It's quite passive and very calm and lovely. But you're, you know, you're really just addressing what you need to address in that time, in that moment, which is time. And it, and it affects everything. The, you know, the basics of timing that all humans understand is sleep and eating. Those are our basic timing schedules that we're kind of stuck to. We, you know, we base a lot off how many hours of sleep we get, when's bedtime, when do we wake up, and our timing of I got to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and when I'm going to eat. That, that's all about timing. You ask any nursery teacher, and their entire day evolves around when they're feeding the children because it's all about yeah. timing. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. It's true. No, it's true. I, I know. <laughs> it's just funny, you know, because it, even for adults, it's like when's lunch? When do we get to go on break? Yes. <laughs> you, know, you hear it all the time. <laughs> is it, is it, Even is when it people are dating, you know? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Is it quitting time? Is it time for vacation? You know, uh, even even on a date, you know, what are we going to do? Let's go out to dinner. You know, let's it's always a food frenzy. Whenever you meet anybody or have meetings, you want to you know, you want to meet over coffee. It's never, you know, let's go meet at a concert because you can't talk and you need to do other things. But, yeah, yeah that's pretty funny. It is. Our lives revolve around food. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's even, I mean, even now, in the brochure. You... No, it's fine. Go, go ahead. In my brochure. I was going to say, even in like your when, brochure. You're, when you're dating, yes, my brochure, which one? Uh, let's see, feeling out of sync. Okay, yep. The, the big brochure. Okay, this therapy can help with autism spectrum disorder, ADHD, yes. Parkinson's, sensory processing disorder, concussions, which is a hot topic right now. It's been in the news a lot. Multiple sclerosis. Yes brain injury, also in the news a lot, stroke, the list goes on. These are big ticket items. How does this training help people with those issues? 
Um, okay, well, if we take ADHD, for example, so ADHD these days is um, diagnosed and then mainly treated through drug therapy. So it's like Adderall, which, again, that is just changing your brain's chemistry. So with what I do is I'm rewiring the brain's connection. So I'm allowing the neural network time of the brain to send out its signals faster and more accurately to each area that it needs to be. So where there's hyperactivity, it will calm the brain down and it will allow the neurons to fire at the rate that they're supposed to. And eventually over time, you'll be able to not use the Adderall or not use the Adderall as much depending on your feel of it. That's a personal choice that needs to be made with your medical doctor, not something I can do. But overall, this can be a drug-free treatment for something like ADHD. And for the um, like dyslexia, dyslexia is about a lot about timing. It's about learning the, to say the sound, for the brain to comprehend the sound, then to repeat that into a word. You know, we all learn ABC, and then, then we're now teaching, you know, abaca, which are the, the phonetic alphabet. But being able to put those together is actually timing. It's about blending the right ones. You, you know, you can't blend you know, five letters together at once, your brain can't say that many. So by, you know, learning the blend, learning the timing of how to say and speak each word will help. It's, it's just, it really does all come down to timing. And not only the timing, but also. What? Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. It's, okay. It's, yeah, it's not only just timing because what your brain's doing it's rewiring its connections, either connections that we've lost or connections that just aren't strong. So by allowing the neural network timing to improve, we're just sending all of our brain waves into the right area at the right speed at the right time, which is why it allows for, you know, special educational needs to improve and for sports and the all and, you know, concussions and all the right, because it's just fixing everything in that domain general mechanism that it is. Okay. So there are three on the list that are talked about incessantly in the news, Parkinson's, multiple sclerosis, and Alzheimer's. These are three huge areas. Are these researchers, do you know, are they looking at this and bringing it in and using it because there are a lot of people out there with these issues that would love to be able to be helped with this, but I don't know that these organizations are actually looking at this and using it. Do you know if they are? I don't think so. At the moment, this is now, this is all coming down to whether like the hospital that they get diagnosed or treated or is their HMO, if they have it, they can use it. But at the moment, there's not anyone out there bringing it to these people. I mean, we're always Maybe. as a practitioner, you try to raise awareness. But at the moment, it's dependent upon what's already available at the place where they seek treatment. Which is really a shame because if interactive metronome people would approach Parkinson's research, MS research, yeah. Alzheimer's, that is a huge one right now because a lot of baby boomers are getting up to the point where they're yeah. taking care of their parents or they themselves are experiencing Alzheimer's. There have been Hollywood movies done on this. You know, yeah. if they looked at this and brought it in, 
I mean, what does it take to do that? These are areas where people need help because I look at this as this is just to help people. Anything to do to help people get through an issue is a good thing. So why, why not bring this right to those places that are doing the research and say, just, you know, work with me on this. Let's see. And see what happens. It, it doesn't, it shouldn't be coming from the hospital because the hospital probably doesn't have enough information. Or as we said before, people are certified, but they're doing, you know, 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there. Whereas yeah. if it was coming from the actual Parkinson's organization, MS, Alzheimer's, whatever the research is, it would carry much more weight and think of all the people that could help. Yeah. That's the thing. I, um, I've been looking into trying to get in with a, like a, because it helps with PTSD. So I wanted to try to get in with veterans to help it. Mm-hmm. And it, it's very hard to get into organizations. Um, but however, the interactive metronome as a company, it basically uses people like me that train in it as a franchise. So mm-hmm. it's kind of, they, they kind of expect anyone that takes on their training and their equipment to do their own um, marketing and their own campaigning for it, which is, I think, where, why it's falling short and why it's not being as recognized as it should be because they're expecting the people that train in it to talk, like, to go out and do it and to put it out there instead of as an overall company bringing it to the world as as it should be because it could really help so many different people. I mean, I get that they're expecting the franchisees to do their part, and you are. But they are the ones that are making this, and they are the ones that are making the claims. They're making the claims. Yes. They need to back them up, and they really should be going to these organizations to help their franchisees, not stand there and say, franchisees need to help me. They will help you if you can back up your claims. But you have to back yes. up your claims and say, okay, how do you know it helps Parkinson's, MS, and Alzheimer's, and what are you doing about it? Put your money where your mouth is, Interactive Metronome, and get it out there to these, these organizations because – this is huge. I mean, Michael J. Fox, Parkinson's, you got him right there. You know, I mean, yeah. he's been touting this forever and admitting that he has it. And other people have come out and, and said that, you know, they have Parkinson's as well. And if there's something out there that can help, he would be one of the first ones to come out and say, this thing helps. It, that's not you who needs to do that. That's not fair. That's them. But that's just me, in my opinion. So please don't send emails. No, no, I'm I want totally to hear it. with you. I mean, <laughs> there, you know, there's a lot of... There's a lot of, you know, scientific research um, found either on my own website or the overall interactive metronome website that supports everything we say. But um, yep. they, they, either, they tend to either bring in, you know, when you can sign up for a study or they have one particular, like, uh, doctor or, you know, a psychologist or something on the payroll that does the study to show their claims. So where like so they have stuff about like the effects of the interactive metronome on you know part for Parkinson's for balance for Parkinson's disease, but it's not done through like a Parkinson's association or anything. It's just they've picked a topic, so then they do the research on it. Yeah, and which that, is too bad because I mean I I think yeah I think there's something to be said for going directly to the organization. Somebody needs to do that with an interactive metronome because that would make a huge impact for everyone. Everyone in the world who has Parkinson's, everyone who's trying to be a provider of interactive metronome, and the company itself. I mean, you know, just do that. Just go there and do that. They, they have the means to do it because they're a bigger organization. They should just really do that, 
really make that effort, you know. And as a franchisee, if you got together with other franchisees, you could say, hey, we need to tell them they need to do this, you know, and come up with, um, you know, just a, a list of people and say, this is what we want to see from you guys because it would help you and it would help them. Yeah. But most importantly, it would help the people with all these issues. And and that, at the end of the day, is what is most important. The more yeah. people that know about it, the more, even if it doesn't directly affect you, if you're not the person that's going to use it, you'll know someone that can benefit from it. And it's just, it just needs to be known. It just needs to get out there more to really, you know, help our society, basically. The world at large, you know. Uh, this is yeah. not, this is something that, it's kind of like when, you know, chiropractic first got out there, energy therapy first got out there. People were, oh, no, that's that woo-woo stuff. Well, it's not, and they've figured that out, and it's offered at hospitals and everything, and this is as well. But like you said, it's kind of hidden. You know, it's within. I bet people who are doing this don't know. Like if they're a patient, they just know they're on another machine doing something. They don't know it's interactive metronome because the person who's certified is a PT or an OT, and they're just like, you know, yeah, this is something else we're going to do, and they're not explaining what it is, whereas you explain it and they understand it. And I think when you understand something better – you are willing to put the work into it more so that you get the results because let's face it, these other people have all this other stuff they have to do as well. So they're not focused. You know, you can't do 10 things at once. You can't, you can't do 10 things. You can do one thing. Well, maybe two, and that's it. You have got to, you know, focus on what it is you're doing for that client and use the best possible means to do it. But not when it comes to um, something like this, this needs to be, Really, I think the way that you're doing it, it needs to be out there as you are the interactive metronome provider and somebody needs to go to you instead of going to yeah. Joe, the you know, physical therapist down the street. So that yeah. to me is very important to, to go on that angle and try to help people that way. Um, I don't know. Is that is that the angle that you're using at this point in time? Are you in schools yet? Have you? It, it, this is just your private practice, so it's not like you're in schools working yet or in hospitals yet. No, I it's just a private practice at the moment. I've I've tried to contact the schools, um, but you know they're they're always a little adverse to something new. Um, they oh, yeah. kind of really thoroughly, you know, want to do it themselves. So, yes, I've reached out. Um, I let them know, you know, I'm here. I'm in your local area. And now it's just a waiting game whether they look it up and hopefully, you know, they think it's viable. And if not, I would just keep sending letters because it will really help their students. It will. And the red tape they have to go through is, is incredible. It's just crazy what they have to go through in order to bring anything in. Uh, the, you know, yeah. the most benign things, is something that they don't understand, it's going to take a lot longer. But that's probably, I mean, you're young, so this is probably your journey. <laughs> you're going to bring yeah. it to the world and tell people, hey, this is how it goes, and explain it all in a way that is easy to understand so that it's not just part of something that, well, I was on a machine, or they did this, and I was yeah. like, you know, because it, it, it kind of it dilutes it. It dilutes it in that way. You know, it's just another thing that they did, another thing that they did. Whereas if you go someplace specifically for that, it's not diluted and you understand it a lot better because you're talking one-on-one. I think that's, I think it's a very interesting concept and I think it's something that would help a lot of kids and a lot of adults as well because let's face it, if you bring your child and you see what's going on, you may want to say, well, wait, I think I didn't want to try that because, you know, maybe that will help me with my work or whatever it is that you've got going on. Yeah. Yes, no, I totally agree. Oh, my goodness. 
Oh, my gosh. Well, we are almost at the top of the hour, Dakota. I can't believe it went by this fast. But I would like you to tell people how they can learn more about you, your work, your availability for sessions, contact information, anything like that. Just let us all know so that they can take notes and get in touch with you. Okay. Well, I'm Dakota. I am the owner of Time and Success. The website is www.timeandsuccess.com. You can find more information about what I do and how I structure my sessions there, as well as my hours, which are Monday to Sunday, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. And I travel all across um, the county or out of county even, like all all northern New Jersey. And I'm reachable almost all of the time via email or via phone. And my phone number is 973-713-1332. Actually, I'll give you my work phone. I'm very sorry. It's 973-713-1261. And that's basically it. I'm a traveling interactive metronome provider, and I also um, can help with all of your other needs for tutoring or for just life. But really, it's all just about timing. Once you fix your timing, everything else will fall into place. And also, it's not just geared to New Jersey, okay? So she can do help people all over the world via Skype. So make sure that you're yes. aware of that. I, I want people to know that this is something you can make a phone call and say, okay, I'm calling from Brazil, I'm calling from the Netherlands, I'm calling from Australia, I'm calling from, you know, uh, Connecticut. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you are. She can help you with this, and you can try it and get a flair for it, get a you know, flavor of what it's like, and at least see if this is something that's going to help you. It will. You've got to give it the full shot, though. You can't just you know, say, okay, well, I did it for two seconds, and so now I'm done. I don't like it or whatever. Sometimes the things we don't like are the things that we need to do that are going to improve and help us the most, but it can be done via Skype. Very important for people to know that. It's not just an in-person thing. It is something. And you do, again, want someone who is certified, knows what they're doing, and is not doing it as part of some other type of work. This is what's really key. So sorry, I just wanted to put that out there because I really think that's important, Dakota. (laughs) No, that is very important. Yes, that it is. I'm accessible basically from anywhere in the world. And yeah, Skype and video chatting, it's all, it's all doable. And you'll still see the same results. That's what's important. Yes. Yeah, it's not like it has to be in person, you know. So timing is success. Check it out. Check it out. Okay, listeners, we need you to spread the word. We know you enjoy what you hear on Energy Awareness Radio, so please share it with your friends. We live in a very challenging and constantly changing world. That's why I have the guests that I do to keep you apprised so you won't get lost in the dross of life. We need to stay aware so we can navigate easily and live the life we're meant to live productively healthfully, and purposefully. And this is where you find the tools to do just that. So send the link for this show to everyone you know and let them have the same opportunity that you just had so they may learn and grow and make the world a better place for all. On behalf of everyone here at Energy Awareness Radio, I'd like to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. My name is T. Love, and I hope you'll be back next week for another great show here at Energy Awareness Radio. For more information about me, please visit my website, quantumwellness.org. You'll find information about past shows, the lineup for upcoming shows, as well as any other information about any upcoming events that I have going on. Please check out Soji Huggles Children's Foundation, where every dollar of every donation directly supports children in need, 100%. We are run solely by volunteers. 
There are no salaries, stipends, or compensation of any kind to anyone. So when people say, can I come and work for you? It's like, sure, you can work for me, but you're working for free. <laughs> You'll learn about our fundraising campaigns, and you can see exactly where the money goes and how it helps kids in need. At, so go to sojihuggles.com. Org. So check that out. At Soji Huggles, we are investing in a brighter tomorrow by giving them a better today. Don't forget to follow me on both Twitter, at NRG Aware Radio, and at Soji Huggles. I am your host, T-Love, here at Energy Awareness Radio, intending you and yours a most wonderful week. Remember, living from your heart is quite easy. You need only give thanks to do so. Take care and stay well. Thank you.